Okay, that's enough of that. That's enough of that. So if you're listening to this, this is the appendix to the GoldenEye episode that you probably listened to last week. And we're going to talk about the video game today. Um, as always, I'm Drew, and that's Trav. I'm Trav. And welcome to the Overdue Homework Podcast. Um, so uh, we're going to talk about GoldenEye. Trav, what did you think of GoldenEye? GoldenEye is awesome. It really is, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, surprisingly enough, once you get used to the controls, yeah. it holds up. Yeah, it definitely does. I didn't know till recently that it has the Doom-style controls where you just shoot and it auto-aims, so that's a game changer for sure. It takes a little skill out of the game, but uh, <laughs> when you're trying to aim... In Goldeneye, it's very difficult. Very difficult, especially single player. It's yeah. one thing multiplayer when we're both trying to do yes, that yes, at the yes. same time, but single player, I love all the somersaults and you're just <laughs> dual wielding the clobs. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty damn fun. It really is, and it's a. Uh, um, I mean, I played it with cheats on. We couldn't get the cheats to work this afternoon for yeah. some reason or other. But I played with some cheats on just so I didn't have to worry about dying to get through some levels fairly quickly because yeah. you know, kids and family and all. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's a surprisingly good game. It's somewhat repetitive, yeah. and uh, it's really lacking in like visual depth because the polygons are humongous and everything's very flat super dark when it's dark and super dark very hard to like get your bearing on where you're going in single player especially because you don't have like a hud necessarily you know uh, but uh, I really enjoyed it. I mean, there's some clear differences between the game and the movie, right? Yeah. Um, for the most part, the game does a pretty good job of trying to like at least capture the feel of the movie, it seems like, right? All the main components are there, like uh, Natalia's there, you know, Anatop's there, you got uh, Alec uh, is there. You 006. Got, yeah, 006, 007, Umarov, everybody. Everybody's represented. Yeah. Even Boris, which is unfortunate. Even the uh, dude in the stall in the Yeah, first even the part dude the in the movie. stall. But uh, speaking of that, I wish you fell down into his stall. Yeah. yeah Spidey style. Yeah, like. Spidey style. But the, they're probably, when they were designing the game, they're probably like, that. that's impossible. That's impossible. <laughs> nah. uh, but I have to say, uh, you know, th- there are some differences. Like in the very beginning of the game, um, it does fairly represent. Uh, what Bond does, you go to the dam, you jump off the dam, and you bungee cord into the facility, right? Right. Um, it kind of feels like, in the video game, it kind of feels like you're almost getting a little bit of backstory as to what Bond was doing before he made that leap at the right. beginning of the movie. Right. Um, some big differences in that level are, A, there was no towers on the dam, right? Yep. Uh, B... Uh, you never act in the game. You never see Bond's bungee cord, and you kind of just jump off the side of the dam, and then you <laughs> yeah. know a little cutscene takes over. Right. Um, and then C. Uh, you know there it wasn't crawling with guards either. So, but it, it's a video game. Exactly. It's a video game. You got to make it into a video game. Yeah, you got to give some enemies. Yeah, so. you got to give some enemies. Um. So I mean, it, it gets you started off very similarly to the movie. Um. When you go into the facility, it is interesting, though, how you don't actually run into 006 until you're, like, in the exploding room of right, death. Right, right. And then he kind of, like, does a couple of things, and you blow some stuff up, and then you kind of walk over to that thing, and then you're outside, and the <laughs> yeah. level's over, right? So, yeah. Um, it's uh, the idea... When I was a kid, I didn't really think of GoldenEye, the movie, and GoldenEye, the game, as being, like, the same thing. I didn't either. You know, and... Playing it now in my now almost 40, 
I'm like, I'm getting through the game, and I'm like, oh, where do I need to go? Where do I need to do? And I'm like, what did they do in the movie? Yeah. Oh, that's what they did in the movie. That's what I need to do in the game. Yeah, we did that in the first time we were playing yeah. when you blow up all the crap, and then we just get slaughtered by yeah. the onslaught of people, and then second time, hey, maybe we go over to that little <laughs> conveyor belt like he does in the movie. Oh, cutscene. Cutscene. It works. It works. It's perfect. Yeah. So. Um, it's kind of seems like that facility, uh, the, the dam and the facility levels are like really trying to make you feel like it's the movie, right? There's differences. Obviously we kind of talked about them a little bit, but it's really trying to make you feel like it is the movie and not just the game. And they execute that fairly well, Yeah, which I'm totally cool with. And I thought it was a cool addition to the movie to make it feel or to the game to make it feel very cinematic at the beginning. Um, it's very, um, um, uh, y- you know what you're getting into, kind of at yeah. that point, right? What's funny is, as a kid, I the movie was honestly non-existent to me. Really, like, I didn't even it didn't factor into anything. I don't remember seeing any previews for it. I just remember GoldenEye, the, yeah, game. the game. But now it's funny having watched the movie so many times how similar it is. Like, yeah, non-existent when I was a kid. That is interesting. GoldenEye movie? What? I do remember watching the movie and then playing the game but not like i said not making that connect between the two because i was fairly young in 1995 and having as an 11 year old maybe goldeneye wasn't exactly an appropriate uh, movie for an 11 year old at the time but (laughs) maybe not i'm sure tom was like hey it's the newest bond i mean i remember (laughs) this from when i was a kid let's uh, watch a bond movie and then pierce brosnan goes down as the deadliest bond ever right (laughs) and i was five so probably not a good idea (laughs) to watch that (laughs) probably not probably not Um, um, there is a couple of interesting differences between the movie and the game in the facility. Like uh, one of the missions you're supposed to take on is to save the as many of the scientists as possible. And in the movie, yeah. Alec is just lighting them up. Lighten them up. Lighten them up. <laughs> just lighten <laughs> them up. <laughs> we <laughs> talked about in the episode that is that like foreshadowing his evil yeah, yeah, nature? Yeah. Probably. Probably. But not in the game. Not in the game. No. Not in the game at all. Um, so the after uh, after the facility, you get into the runway uh, mission in uh, in sixty four is Goldeneye. Um, it's very different than what Bond did in the movie. Bond yeah. chases after a plane in a motorcycle and catches up to it in midair, <laughs> while Umarov is like, "I want to see how this plays out." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In the game, you're running and gunning and getting to a plane by itself and flying it off of the flying it off of the the cliff, the the runway and the cliff. Which I did not know this, or at least didn't remember. If you go back around the corner from when the level starts, there's a tank that you can get into, so you can just drive around, lighten everybody up in this tank. So nice. That was really fun to do. I was like. I, like I said, I had some cheats on, so I was on it, invincibility, and so I'm like, let's explore the map a little bit and see what's out here. I'm like, oh, there's a tank. I wonder if I can get it. Yep, right. I can get into that tank. Time to blow some stuff up. So. I wonder if that scene wasn't too ridiculous for cinema, but the N64 couldn't handle this <laughs> motorcycle leap onto this helicopter. So you know, like, you know what? We're just going to not put that. Why didn't they do just like in the damn uh, mission at the beginning of the game? Why not have a motorcycle for him to get on? Right. Chasing the plane, going down the runway and then and just show this little cutscene. yeah something. and you maybe there's some obstacles that you have to go around maybe you have to be firing your gun while you're on your motorcycle yeah. taking some people out or something like that and then like you said cutscene, and right. then he's getting in the plane and flying away uh, we'll skip that part yeah, we'll skip that part uh so the next uh the next uh mission in uh 007 is the surface uh, <laughs> Uh, some very key differences. Bond was never in Severnia during the GoldenEye mission. So 
Uh, that didn't happen at any point in the movie. So it's, it's just a kind of a departure from the movie, but you got to have some story in the game to make it feel like a game. Right. Don't want it to be 100% predictable? No, not 100% predictable. Uh, you move on to the bunker after that, and uh, again, Bond was never in Cervenia during the GoldenEye mes- uh, mission. So, mission. Uh, so, you know, it didn't happen at any point in time. So, <laughs> just, so that's that. That's that. Uh, you go over to the you go over to the silos next in the game, and uh, this is an interesting, like a very true departure from the movie. Yeah. Because when we're in the movie, the satellites are in the air already. We're yeah. not trying to like sabotage satellites like in the game or take pictures of satellites that are on the ground at this point. The satellites are already in the in the eye in the air. Uh, it's interesting though. So there are only two GoldenEye satellites in the movie. And if one exploded in the game above Cervania already and the other one is aimed at London, you're taking a picture of the third of a third one in the game. There's no third Yeah. So I mean that's just an interesting difference. But once again, you gotta have some game to game at. Right, right. <laughs> you gotta have some game <laughs> to game at. Game to game at. You gotta have some game to game at. Uh that level particularly is kind of a cool level because you do it's the first one in the game where you're like, you gotta do something besides just killing bad guys. You gotta go yeah. take a picture of a satellite. And it was cool too. Um, I didn't recall this uh, while playing it because I had to replay the mission. But if you go running and gunning into the room where the satellite is before you take the picture, you will blow the satellite up and the mission will fail. Nice. It's like, oh, well, that, okay. And I was like, <laughs> I got to take a picture of it? How do I take a picture of it? There's no real clear instructions on how to take a picture of it. Yeah. You got to go into the menu on your watch and then select the camera. You don't, you're not physically holding a camera. Yeah. And then you have to pull the trigger. Like you're firing a gun, but if you switch to a different to a gun while you're trying to take a picture, you got to go back into your watch. You got to select the camera again and take a screenshot mm. of. So smart watches before <laughs> smart watches. Uh, it is limit. Uh, your limitations are showing N64, but <laughs> yeah. that's okay. It still is pretty cool to uh, to uh, have like an espionage mission. Mission. You're taking pictures of this stuff and trying to get out of there. Um, so after that mission, you move on to the frigate. Um, the frigate is completely different than the movie. There's nothing like it in the movie at all. There's hostages on the boats that's covered in guards. You're <laughs> killing all types of people and freeing hostages and then putting a tracker on the helicopter. Um, and the helicopter was called Pirate and not Tiger in the video game. But yeah. uh, you got to have some game to game at. And I think that's going <laughs> to be the theme of this one, right? Yeah. Um, but it's still hanging loosely with the movie. You know, right, it's right. still going, you know, we're now we're at the frigate. Now we're doing dealing with the helicopter. Yeah. You know, so it's still hanging with it. Uh, and then you go back to the surface and you play the surface mission again because gaming at gaming stuff. <laughs> uh, once again, Bond was never there. You go back to the bunker and uh, this is where Bond meets Natalia in the military office. She, that's where she meets him in the movie. Right. In the game, they're in cells next to each other. Yeah. And then he's got to use his magnet watch, which is not in 007. It's in previous Bond movies, but it's not in 007. And I know you have to because it's James Bond, but why does he always say his last name first? I don't know. Um, He's just really, really formal, I guess. You know, I mean, they're in the (laughs) cell next to each other in the game, and he says Bond. James Bond. Yeah, I think I'd just go with James if I'm <laughs> hey, locked in a cell. You can call me Jimmy. <laughs> call me Jimmy. <laughs> like my watch. 
So once they get out of that, uh, once oh, so it was Live and Let Die where he uses the magnetic watch. So yeah. whatever that movie was in the eighties. We'll maybe do it on an extra credit. I wouldn't hold my breath, but maybe we'll do it on extra credit maybe. someday. Uh, next, you go to the statue level, which is again it's Bond meeting Alec Trevelyan and the statues. Yep. Um. Uh. So he went to meet Janice and not to uh, locate Natalia in the in the game. Uh, in the movie, I should say. Uh, so, oh, and then the reason that he gets to the game is because, or gets to the the where the statues are in the movie is because he kind of it's on his own free will. Like he takes yeah. on a top hostage, right, and gets them over there. Yep. Uh, in the in the movie, it's a or in the video game, it's a mission. So eh, you gotta have some game to game at. We'll just continue <laughs> with that. Uh, and the helicopter obviously explodes in a completely uh, different fashion in the video game compared to the movie. Yep. Uh, but that's okay. Uh, it was still cool, and it was still a helicopter exploding in a video game. Uh, after that mission, you move on to the archives, and uh, Bond and Natalia are uh, in. They're going to be interrogated in the same room with Michigan in the movie. Uh, Mishkin is shot in front of Bond and Natalia before they could escape the room in the movie. Uh, and that's not the case in the video game. Bond does end up escaping without Natalia. Not a very nice guy. No, <laughs> no. Trips her on the way out. Hey, you stay here. <laughs> <laughs> and once again, the magnetic watch makes an appearance, which does not happen in the in the movie at all. Yep. Um, now, you move on to what's arguably the most exciting scene in the movie, uh, being in the streets, fighting their way out with the tank and all that fun stuff definitely um so once again the game is loosely holding to the movie that's still going beat for beat we're still moving along the movie and the game are still moving along the same pace yep um obviously there's no guards in the streets in the movie like there is in the video games there's no landmines in the movie like there is in the video game it is a public street in the movie so odds of there being landmines everywhere is pretty small uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and of course the most glaring thing was the scene in the movie is during the day and not at night yep so those are some interesting uh, differences, but uh, uh, still gets at the heart of what the movie was trying to do. It right. still gets at the heart of it. Um, and then they move over to the depot, and Bond was only in the train depot for seconds in the movie. Um, uh, Bond rode that tank through the depot, whereas in the game it's all on foot. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit different there. Um, in the train now, uh, Bond was the only one in the car with Natalia and his enemies in the movie. Uh, Natalia has to find Boris's password before she can find the Janice base in the movie, not the case in the video game. Uh, Trevelyan gives Bond three minutes, not one. Yep. So there's a difference right there. And uh, John, uh, John, who's John? John. 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 My name is Bond, John Bond. John Bond. <laughs> Um, and then Bond uh, stops the tank with, or stops the train with a tank, and not brake units. Yep, yep. So that's a that's a clear uh, case of uh, video gameness coming through because it's a video game. Yeah, video games got a video game. You know, that's the way they got to do. <laughs> uh, now they move on to the jungle like they do in the movie. Uh, the in the movie, the Janus base is located on an island near Cuba, not actually on Cu- in Cuba. Um, and of course, Xenia Anatop died in a much more gruesome way in the movie. I guess it wasn't gruesome, but it was more uh, exciting yeah. in the movie, not just getting shot like she right. does in the video game. You imagined it was going to be gruesome if they yes. showed any more. Yes, yes, did. yes. I still think she should have disintegrated into a fine mist. Seriously. Just. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I would have loved that. Um, once again, though, this is a case of uh, how do you execute that on an N64 in 1996? <laughs> yeah, you, you don't. You, you don't. You just don't without it looking absolutely <laughs> terrible. Yeah. So you take the good with the bad, and they did the best of that situation. And on a top still dies. Yeah. She still dies. <laughs> she so, dies. And it's still, still going with the movie. Right. Um, so... Uh, next room is the next mission is the control room that we're going to talk about. That's um, the heart of the Janus base, and it is swarming with Janus operatives, uh, especially near the computer where Natalia worked, which is on the bottom floor, uh, like in the game. Uh, if you kill Boris in the game, Natalia will get mad and run away. <laughs> um, in the movie, she beats up Boris, so yeah. I mean, she's not too happy about Boris being there to begin with. So you would think more like, eh, that's okay. Natalia's like, eh. You know, that's, that's okay. Uh, and then the control center has other computer programmers in the movie. Not the case in uh, the video game. Right. Because uh, it's a video game and there can only be so many people on screen at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they go into the caverns in the next uh, mission. Uh, there weren't any ever subterranean water caverns in the movie. so No, there wasn't. So that's definitely just uh, adding some stuff to the game to make it a little bit longer than... Uh, than what it was going to be. Right. Um, so now they're at the cradle, which is the 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 main uh, satellite dish, and uh, Trevelyan he doesn't realign the golden eye. Uh, Boris was having enough trouble with that. Uh, Alec was too busy trying to kill Bond in the movie. Uh, Trevelyan was thrown off the cradle, not shot off in the video game. Yep. Uh, Bond went down the ladder before Trevelyan did because he gets kind of thrown down the ladder a little bit. Does that <laughs> somersault down the ladder <laughs> yeah. in the movie right. demonstrates his best grip ever. The best grip ever. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, uh, after editing that episode, I think Bond's grip needs to go up a little bit more. Like, little I think bit. it's going to go Robin, it's going to go Bond, and then Pete's mom. I think, I don't know if that's what we settled on, uh, but I think Bond is a very close second to Robin. And then we might have to throw, I mean... Once we get the jingle all the way, there's another entry because <laughs> there is another entry. Sinbad at the end of the movie. So we'll, we'll reassess our top five. When oh, we get to Sinbad. One. Spoiler alert. Sinbad was supposed to be played by Joe Pesci. Wow. Yeah, that character was supposed to be played by Joe Pesci because of Christopher Columbus. As much, yeah, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. As much as I absolutely love Joe Pesci and Home Alones are the best, Sinbad is so good in this movie. He really is. He's so good. He does his best Sinbad thing ever. But moving back over to the video game that we were talking about. <laughs> um, and, you know, after you uh, get through all of that stuff with Trevelyan uh, meeting his end, there's two more levels left in GoldenEye 007. Uh, Aztec, not in the movie. Nope. Egyptian, not in the movie. Just throwing a couple other things in there. They're uh, plays off of other Bond movies and uh, just padding out a game. They're like, oh, this game's coming in a little short. Let's just throw in a couple of couple of levels. You're just running around killing killing people. What have you been saying? Got a game to game. Got a game to game. Got a game video to game. game you know? Video games got a game to game. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, I mean, those are the main differences and similarities to the game. And I think what the developers did for this N64 game is pretty impressive. Yeah, definitely. They took a wildly popular movie and still managed to recreate it in a way that is in a way that tells the story the same. It still tells the story. It's just a little bit different. Yeah. It's almost like a 
novelization of a movie compared to what the actual movie is because right. there's always a little bit of difference between a novelization and what the movie actually yep. is that's a it's a cool way to kind of think about it that way and uh, i commend them for taking on that and saying like we're going to try to recreate the movie obviously we have limitations when it comes to developing this software for the n64 so we're going to cut corners and do our best to do what we can but they still recreated the movie there's still all the things that you would have expected it out of gold like the key cards in there yeah i mean you got to make a copy of the key card at some point in the in the video game right which is weird because he doesn't make a copy of the key card in the in the movie he never even touches the key card no. does bond is bond even ever in the same room as the key card at the very end when they're clicking the pen. oh yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That, but that's it right yeah once again, I'm hung up on that key card from the movie. Like it's, it's just the weirdest thing ever. There was no explanation for what that thing is or no. what it does or why it shoots lasers at computers and why that unlocks computers to begin with. Nobody knows. And uh, nobody knows. So movie to movie. <laughs> so, so, sometimes a movie's just got a movie. Movie's got a movie. <laughs> Yeah, the single player is really good and it's yeah. really fun. Yeah. But obviously, the multiplayer is iconic. It I mean, really is. Everybody, almost everybody's first real shooter yes. or multiplayer situation. Yes. Do you remember the first time you played Goldeneye? Definitely, with my cousins, and it was three of them, three brothers, so it worked out perfectly. And four of us all the time playing split yeah. screen, and they had like the old school big screen sure, TV, big sure. box one. So the rear yeah. projection. Oh yeah, plenty of screen watching. Oh plenty yeah, plenty of. I mean, who was your character of choice? Were well, you, were you an asshole, or yes, did you? Go- <laughs> I was. I chose odd job quite often. Yeah, yeah. It, that's what it always was. It's a race to odd job. Someone's odd job and someone's jaws. Yeah. So you're super big. Yeah. But yeah, sometimes you had to. All right, no odd job. No this odd game, job. No, because you're pretty much gonna win as odd job, unless you suck. Unless you suck. Yeah. Um, when we were just playing the the multiplayer, just the two of us, yeah, it was surprisingly fun for it, just two yeah, people. It, it is, and there's a lot of ways to switch it up. Yeah, you know, like we did pistols only on the first one, yep. then automatics. But yep. I remember lasers only being really fun. Yep. And I know my cousin would pick golden guns a lot just for sure. the first shot is over, you know. And then once it was about 3 o'clock in the morning, you start whipping out slaps. And everybody's <laughs> oh, yeah. having a grand old time <laughs> yeah, laughing yeah. it up because you both had, everybody had a case of Mountain Dew under their belt at that oh, yeah. point. So. Slaps only. <laughs> slaps only. And then, of course, once you would finish the game, there would be unlockables that you'd be able to, with each level that you would uh, complete within the game. Because what is there is agent, there was double O agent, double O seven. I, I think that's the three. The three of Unless them. Unless you unlock another harder one after i don't remember if you do or not but you probably do probably probably do but i remember playing links to that no thanks to that i remember playing uh paintball all the time oh it was cool because they're the paintballs just like in the game the the bullets the bullet holes stay in the walls during the gaming session which is a a cool thing that you we we don't think too much about that because we're so used to video games with everything in the environment explodes, everything stays the same. Even if you go all the way across a map on a multi- massive multiplayer game, when you go back to where you were, that same shit's still laying on the ground yeah. and you can pick it up again. So the idea of bullet holes staying in the walls and stuff was a cool idea. But Definitely. I was like, whoa, they're still there. <sighs> and of course, did you spell out like ass and butt and stuff in oh, the walls? Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> obviously. Made, made uh, you know, uh, genital or two. Oh, for sure. <laughs> That's just what you got to do. That's what you got to do. Obviously. Um, but yeah, this is a, a game that I remember playing with uh, um, 
my friends uh, at hockey tournaments because they would bring the N64 with and uh, we'd hook it up to the hotel TV and we'd all cram into somebody's room and we'd be playing Goldeneye, handing off the controllers. Oh, yeah. A bunch of stinky 12-year-olds after playing <laughs> oh, hockey yeah. all day. You know, so. Definitely. Well, the parents went and had some drinks because that's right. We paid ass ton of money for you guys to be here in Fergus Falls in the middle of February. We're going to go drink. It's <laughs> the only option. You know? Yeah, it's the only option. If you've ever been to Fergus Falls, that's about it. <laughs> uh, Trav, is there anything else that you wanted to add to this episode? Any other stories about GoldenEye or anything that you feel about this uh, video game or movie? Mm, not really. The only other thing I was going to say is my favorite level was complex. I don't yeah. know if you had a favorite level. Yeah, yeah. Also complex. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that was a really good one to always play, but uh, uh, the facility was one that seemed like uh, my friend group that we would play multiplayer on complex, all the time. Complex, facility, and temple. Yeah, I think temple. were like the three main yeah. ones. Just playing facility, the only thing I don't like about it is how far you can be from each other. You really can be and, pretty far. And obviously, if you, even without screen watching, you hear the doors opening, you know which person's yeah. where, yes. you know, with the uh, metal doors or yes. whatever they are. Well, and then when we were just playing, too, I'd hear the zip-up sound, and I'm like, damn it, he's got body armor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And even when we were playing, I was like, quit looking at his screen. Quit cheating. Don't look at his screen. <laughs> like, look at the radar. Look at the radar. <laughs> look at the radar. Look at the radar. Exactly. Look at the radar. But And magnums are OP. <laughs> magnums are OP, because, I mean, three shots, even with body armor, and you're done. That's a wrap. <laughs> That's a wrap, buddy. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, Jake... Thanks a ton for suggesting uh, doing this dual homework episode. and Definitely a uh, lot of fun. It was definitely a lot of fun, and um, hopefully we can do do something like this again in the future with a different movie and video game. Definitely. And we had to split it up so you didn't have such a super long episode yeah. to listen to. And uh, even though this is going to release before Garfield, I got to say I'm super pumped for Jingle all the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me I've too. already watched it three times. So yeah. I'm super jacked for it. And I know... Most of our listeners slash clientele are also going to love some yeah. of the dialogue we put in there. I think so. I mean, seriously. I think so. I work for the post office, <laughs> so you know I'm not stable. <laughs> oh, man. I was just laughing so hard. They really play on that going postal angle oh, in this movie. It's so good. We need all the Sinbad dialogue possible. Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a fact. We'll just, we're just going to do Sinbad's dialogue. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's what the whole thing is going to be. You're going to be Arnold. I'll do Sinbad. Yep, that's we're good. it. That's it. And somebody can be Jake Lloyd. I don't know who, but somebody can be. For sure. <laughs> but in the spirit of keeping this episode short, we got no emails or questions at the end. Thanks again to Jake. Thanks to Triple Falls. Uh, make sure you guys are following us on Instagram and Facebook at Overdue Homework Podcast. Email us at Overdue Homework Podcast at gmail.com. And as always, don't forget to tune in to the next exciting episode of the Overdue Homework Podcast. <laughs>